You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I'm Dr. Oz, and this is the Dr. Oz Podcast. My next guest's advice is pretty simple. Take one day at a time. But as the saying goes, tomorrow is the first day of the rest of your life. And Aubrey Marcus, CEO of the Lifestyle and Holistic Health Mega Company on it, argues that all you need is just 24 hours to pave the way for the positive habits and decisions that will set the tone for your future. Just 24 hours. Pretty stunning. It's the underlying theme of his book, Own Your Day, Own Your Life. He's a real character. Aubrey Marcus joins us today. Thanks for being here. Yeah, glad to be here. So let's start with that 24-hour claim because that you know it's, it's not usually what we think. Is that really enough time to make a big difference? I, my friends always remind me that uh, you, you, you overestimate what you can do in a day and you underestimate what you can do in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the real key thing to making any change is you got to feel it. You got to feel what you're trying to aim for. And if you actually layer all of these practices into a single day, starting with that morning mineral cocktail, that hydrating with the sea salt and the lemon and the water instead of rushing for the coffee, and then you get your cold shower and you get that right kind of food and you start layering all these things, you're going to have one of the best days of your life and then you're going to feel it. And then after you feel it, then you're going to want to track that more and more often and bring those habits into your life. So the most important thing is to feel it, and everybody can do one day. And in one day, that's enough time to actually feel how it feels when you're really taking care of yourself. So the 21-day offering that's usually out there, in in part because some of the research has suggested that it takes about 21 days to change a habit because you don't like, you don't like get rid of habits. You alter them, mm-hmm. nudge them. Create like, new habits. Create yeah. new habits. So it takes a while for that programming for the, you know, the, the, the jiffy lube, so to speak, <laughs> that mm-hmm. the brain to get come from. In fact, there, there's a miracle grow chemical in the brain that, uh, that has to stimulate brain neuron growth. That also seems to take 21 days to take impact. So that's how long you probably have to do the same habit for. 
Right. So the one day is more about just feeling it so you can keep doing that for at least. It's going to give you the motivation, right? Like that's the, that's the carrot. That's that thing. Like the first time you have sex, you go, wow, that was that really again. good. I want to do that again. I'll do that 21 day I'll, I'll do that. I'll, do, I'll keep doing that, you know? And, and this is like that feeling that you'll get like, oh my God, I have so much energy. I feel so good that even though the habits won't have formed yet, because I agree with you, it takes you know longer to form the habits. You'll want that feeling so much that you'll end up being more motivated to continue and carry on some of these practices. Sure. You're straight with everybody. But what, what gave you the belief and the passion to change your own life? It was almost out of necessity. You know, I mean, I'm, I have a lot of gifts and a lot of blessings, and I'm aware of that, but I also have my own fair share of challenges. You know, I had a lot of immune challenges growing up. I was sick all the time, so it really got me keen on what these stressors were for my body so that I wasn't, you know, at certain years of my life, I was probably sick four months out of the year. Mm. You know, different chronic strep throats and chronic tonsillitis and sinusitis and different things that were going on. So that was part of it. And then also a way overactive brain that kept me awake deep into the night. So I started to practice some of these meditation and yoga and ecstatic dance and more spiritual practices to quiet the mind and calm myself. So I can't take all the credit that this is just pure inspiration. A lot of this was desperate trying to dig myself out of my own struggles and my own challenges. What is ecstatic dance? Is that like the Sufis? Yeah, you know, dance has been a, pra a practice in so many different cultures throughout the years, and it's a way to use kind of a moving meditation. And the idea is that you collapse the separation between the music and your movement, so there's no judgment involved. Because most of us, we start judging ourselves when we start moving our body. It's a performance art, and we're hypothesizing that somebody's looking at us, and that takes us out of the present moment. Well, all forms of meditation and presence is about being in the present moment, so if you collapse that distance between the sounds and the music and your body, you can get in a flow state, like the psychologists call it superfluidity. And that really takes you out of your mind and allows you to activate that sense of presence somatically, not just cerebrally, like a lot of these meditation practices. That's what little kids do. If you look at totally. like a toddler dancing, totally. they just hear the music and they feel it in. Yeah, put on Michael There's Jackson. There's no and separation see what, see what between them and the do. music. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's the uh, Spanish language song? Oh, oh, Despacito. Despacito. Our, yeah. oh our grandson is obsessed he with that song. Uh -huh. Just wiggling. Just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so cute at two. <laughs> And that's before someone told them that they weren't supposed to move like that right. and that wasn't dancing and they didn't look good. And we have all these shame patterns that are in the body. And it's just so nice, especially as a man, to just start moving and say, okay, I have permission to do this. I have permission to be weird. I have permission to own my own body in space. So it's a practice that I really enjoy. And what got you to think I can harvest all this brilliant insight that I have and create a marketing company behind it? Well, oh, that's transition. Yeah. You know, it actually kind of went the other way. It was like, I have a lot of things that I want to share, but nobody's listening. <laughs> so, so how do I, how do I I'll figure start out, a company? Yeah. How do I figure <laughs> out how to tell the story a little better? How do I reach more people? And so I started a marketing company to figure that out. And I was telling other people's stories. But the whole time I was telling other people's stories, I knew that ultimately I, that was just the training ground for me to tell my story. And now, fortunately, with On It and the book Own the Day, I'm able to tell my story and actually get that across. So share with the audience, folks who, who don't know you, especially on the day, and there's a beautiful picture, by the way, of Aubrey on this thing. I don't, these, are, <laughs> these are some pretty cool tats, I got to say. <laughs> Thank you. Cool muscles. Thank you. Do you remember getting them all? Yeah, well, this is my grandmother here on my arm here. Oh, is that so that's who that a, is? That's a really special one for me, probably my most special tattoo. And well, tell me the story. It is a dominant tattoo on your left arm. Yeah. And, uh, and she, she's, no. it looks like a photograph. It's very well done. It was taken from a photograph where she has me in her arms, and she's just smiling really big, and I'm smiling really big. And she was a huge part of my life. And she was a basketball player in Iowa, too, back when, you know, I think the women had to wear dresses when they were out right. on the court. <laughs> and so she was rolling balls to me. As soon as I could sit up straight, she was rolling balls to me back and forth to build my hand-eye coordination. She was reading stories. The first any type of writing I ever did was sitting on her lap and dictating as she typed on one of those old school typewriters. So, so much of who I am from the athletics to the writing, you know, I credit my grandma. And so she's with me always. All right. So you've got, you've tied it up here. You're making a, you know, a classic Aubrey, you know, I'm, I got this. I'm <laughs> well, look at, this. I'm, look I'm at what he's doing every day. Look at that subtitle. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Optimized practices for waking, working, learning, eating, so like a co-am, training, playing, sleeping. What's that last word? 
Oh, you say, sex. You should, you should read this, honey. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> and then I got my fiance on the back cover, yeah. too, just to Beautiful let everybody also, know that. But she's not as tatted up as you are. <laughs> no, she's not. I think that's probably a good thing. So the, so you cover the whole gamut of, of daily life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how does a day look when it's a day that you could repeat? This isn't a day that's some abnormal super day that you can only do once in, in a blue moon because it's so hard to do. This is a normal day that encompasses going to work. It encompasses spending time with your family. It encompasses having that glass of wine at the end of the day. It encompasses all the things that a lot of us do in a normal day and try to make it something that's real, something that's repeatable, something that doesn't feel like, okay, now I'm on this crash cleanse or this crash detox or this special plan. It's like, no, no, this is a day that I could do Every single day, at least in good part, you know, a lot of these practices for the rest of my life. And that's what I wanted to make it. I wanted to make it feel like this is something that was enjoyable, not just productive. You're in here with your water. Mm Mm-hmm. And you start every day with this special water. Can you tell us why and yeah, what we, it is? Yeah, we lose over a pound of water overnight just from the water vapors Ooh, escaping our body. Ooh, a pound a day. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the type of pounds that you want to lose because it's just hydration. And it doesn't take much more than that to actually start to feel the effects of mild dehydration. So in a lot of people, the first thing they do in the morning, maybe they'll have a little sip of water, but they reach for the coffee. And caffeine is also dehydrating, even though it's also mixed with water, depending on how strong you make it. But really what you want to do is start to replenish that pound of water you lost overnight just from the moisture escaping your body and get yourself back to kind of homeostasis and balance. And, of course, the sea salt, that provides the electrolytes, which is going to support multiple different body systems. And then the bioflavonoids from the lemon, that's just going to wake up your digestive and gastric juices and help get you in a more primed state. So I call that the morning mineral cocktail. And surprisingly, you know, it's one of the first steps in the book, but it's also one of the most talked about because people really feel that difference in just their energy levels, their anxiety, their irritability, all these things that kind of come from dehydration that we're not really aware of. Um, you can start to mitigate that right off the Do you eat breakfast too, or is that it for your morning? No, I have breakfast typically. I mean, there are some, you know, good arguments for the intermittent fasting protocol where you're going to skip breakfast, you know, and breakfast, you know, a lot of the science is showing isn't the most important meal of the day. You can easily skip it and then compress your feeding window from like noon to 8 p.m. and have lunch and dinner. And there's some good arguments for that. But as long as I keep my breakfast low carb, higher protein, higher fat, I feel great. What you really want to avoid are those blood sugar swings to start your day. You know, reaching for that donut first thing, blood sugar is going to skyrocket, body's going to release a bunch of insulin, then you're going to go hypoglycemic, and then you're going to be really irritable, especially if you haven't had your water. And then you start this game of metabolic ping pong and then adrenal ping pong with the caffeine, and you're really fighting adrenal behind the eight ball. Adrenal ping pong. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's, you're really behind the eight ball, you know, whereas what you want to do is support yourself, then add the caffeine like a turbo button. You know, and then have the donut maybe as your reward after your workout when you've depleted your glycogen levels. And so it's not like never have a donut, never have coffee. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm saying do it at the right time with the right intention and you can really enjoy everything in life and still feel really good. What is your workout, by the way? Because you look fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, I've, you know, I've kind of kept consistently training most of my life, but on it, really, you know, has brought forward some what we call unconventional training. So that's kettlebells and maces and ropes and sandbags and steel clubs and these tools. What are, what, maces are like attack tools. What do you do with maces? <laughs> yeah, so these they actually developed in 12th century Persia, and it was the warrior elite and the Pelwani wrestlers that would swing them behind their head to strengthen their shoulder girdle, and it's an off-balance load, so it forces your body to compensate. So no matter what you're doing, even if you're just pressing it straight up, your core is working, your proprioception receptors are working to keep yourself in balance. All those small muscles are kind of training at the same time. So it's something that a lot of the top athletes we work with, NHL players, MMA champions like Cody Garbrandt, Tyron Woodley, and these are this is the type of training they do because in real life, you have to have multiple muscle systems working at the same time. You're not in fixed plane movements, and this allows you to have that kind of multi-planar full body training. Um, so that's typically what I'm doing, doing that, doing some sprints, and then just playing. You know, a lot of what I do is just play and dance and move and swim laps in the morning to get my circadian rhythm flowing and um, just try to, you know, not have working out be solely in the gym, but working out and movement, which is really a miracle drug. I mean, exercise is the ultimate miracle drug beyond anything else. Just try to blend that into my life. So if, if my little 
Alaskan Klikai is, you know, starts to go for a run on the lawn, I'll chase her. I can't catch her. She's way too fast. Right. But I'll run around and you just take that impulse to do it. Or if there's any opportunity to just start moving, I count that as part of my training. So I try to collapse that idea that training needs to happen just for that 40 minutes in the gym. Movement is a practice you can stretch out through the whole day. Well, just being precise about high exertional exercise, you mentioned sprinting. Yeah. So of that 40 minutes in the gym, how much of it is sprinting? It's doing stuff that really pushes you to the top degree. Yeah, I mean, not that much. Usually like three to five minutes max, and that'll be divided up into multiple different sets. So I'll try to have some kind of real power-focused element of the workout. And we have ski ergs, which are, you know, kind of like sprinting for the upper body. You can pull those down. It looks like you're a butterfly swimmer, a cross-country skier. We have a rowing machine. We have a a curve treadmill. And so I'll just choose one of those things and I'll get some really intense sets to really blast and and elevate my kind of anaerobic threshold. And then the rest of the time I'm doing some kind of slower movement patterns like a steel mace 360 or like, you know, cross body lunges with the mace or some kettlebell swings and presses long cycle or these, you know, a lot of these terms people are going to be unfamiliar with. But if you go check out, you know, on it Academy, we have all the types of training and we actually have a, a full body weight training program called the on it six for people who want to get started and just get used to moving your body in space and get comfortable with it. How, how much is, is this permeating the fabric of professional sports? I, you mentioned mixed martial arts mm-hmm. and the like. I have a company that gets content matches from other countries and mm-hmm. you put it on Twitch, for example. And I'm interested in, in how different athletes in different countries get exposed to the right advice because it's very different. Yeah. And I'm just wondering how that sort of transpires. In, in the NBA, you know, I had the opportunity to talk to a couple of the trainers and there are some teams are just better, it seems, yep. at getting their athletes injury-free, ready for their peak performance. And you'd think they'd all be equally focused on that. You'd think. It's just that there's so much clutter out there about what is the right thing to do. And, and it's just, it's like in the medical profession, you know, not all <laughs> doctors are created equal. You know, like certain doctors are going to give much better holistic advice than other doctors. Some trainers are going to give much better holistic advice than others. It's not that they're not competent. It's just that some have this more well-rounded, more well-traveled understanding of the human body. And I think that's what you find. So it's really person-dependent, and that's what you see, and rather than this body of knowledge that everybody is accessing, because there really isn't. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to write this book, is there's so much clutter out there. Oh, you need to be vegan. Oh, you need to be carnivore. You need to be, you know, all of these things. Like, what is that right balance for the average person? And back it up by the best research you can, and give something that people can really trust. Own the day, own your life. It interestingly has provocative elements in it as well. Arbor's getting real about his open relationship. We're going to find out what he has to say when we come back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn.
burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So much of what you said right now, you, people I hope at home are saying, you know, they nod their head and they drive along yeah. and say, I wish I could do that. It's not that they don't, you know, believe it. They just don't make time to do it. And you're pretty compelling. But you say we should be reinvestigating tobacco, mm-hmm. which is not something that we've been saying much on the show, on this podcast or anywhere else. Yeah. And, and one of the big reasons for that makes a lot of sense because cigarettes will kill you. <laughs> like there is just no <laughs> doubt about it. It's one of the worst things you can do for the body, period. Like cigarettes and like a habitual soda habit. Oh my you goodness. know, it's just like, how fast can we die? You know, that's the, <laughs> that's the question that you're asking when you do that. But really, when you look at it, a lot of the harm comes from the delivery mechanism of that tobacco. So if you look at some studies done by the Royal London College of Physicians, if you look at something like smokeless tobacco, which is my preference, which is Swedish snus, it's called SNUS, they say it's 10 to 10,000 times less harmful than smoking a cigarette. And obviously, they don't have the ability to do these big studies and and actually figure out. But that was their analysis because the delivery mechanism is a lot safer. Now, even safer than that is probably the nicotine patch where it's just transdermally getting into your body with minimal damage. Why do you want nicotine? And then that's the other question. That's the other (laughs) question. And that comes from clear, you know, probably you haven't, you know, really done much with nicotine in your life. No, I don't feel like I have a nicotine deficiency, though. No, of course it's not. And this is one (laughs) of those things where you have to be mindful because regardless of the delivery mechanism, nicotine can be addictive. Like, there's no doubt about that, so you have to be aware of that. But then, is the juice worth the squeeze? And in my personal opinion, the benefits of nicotine as a performance enhancer for focus, for creating that alpha state, which is linked to that flow state, which is why, like, top elite military professionals, top elite athletes, a lot of people who really need to focus, I used it when I was writing and really needed to lock in, it's incredibly valuable for that. It kind of creates this hyper-focus and stillness at the same time and tons of really good research on the performance benefits of nicotine. And now, so if you can get those performance benefits but really mitigate the damage being done, well, then maybe it just might be worth it. It's like drinking a little bit of wine. Like, all right, you know, there's going to be some tax on the liver. There's going to be some things that you have to be mindful of, but the feeling might just be worth it. So you just slap a nicotine patch on your arm before you, you write your book? I actually use the Swedish snus, and I just, I'm just i mindful that I only do that a couple days out of the week, maybe, and only one time per day. And so I try to mindfully, and I try to mindfully mitigate the, the damage that could come to the gums and harness the benefit of that, which I think adds more to my life than the risk that it's providing. And so, you know, to me, it's something that we need to really take a look at. It's not going to be for everybody, and it's a very personal decision because, as I said, nicotine can be addictive. But if you can mitigate the damage and harvest these immense benefits, in fact, you know, nicotine is probably my favorite drug, and I've done a lot of different drugs, you know, (laughs) and, like, I've tried a lot of different things. But the feeling that you get, that real sense of calmness, like you've just gone diving underwater, like, it reminds me, you know, when you really get the good nicotine buzz of, of free diving underwater, like you're going spearfishing when everything gets quiet and you're just really focused on that fish that's going to come out from underneath the coral. Like you have this ability to be calm and focused at the same time that I think is is worth, um, you know, worth the potential challenges that can come from utilizing nicotine. Let's talk about some of these drugs. Mm-hmm. There was a beautiful article recently written by Michael Pollan mm-hmm. on uh, some of these psychedelic drugs. and. Yep. And one of the lines which really caught me uh, was that LSD or an, al- an analog to it had been used by the man who started the, the 12-step program mm-hmm. in order to get off alcohol. Now, you mentioned some of the downsides of taking nicotine, especially if you're taking it as a smokeless tobacco pinch in your gums, mm-hmm. the conceptually, theoretically, issue with gum harm. But if you're getting a benefit that 
in this case, avoiding alcohol consumption, if you're an alcoholic, it becomes more interesting because now you have yeah. a true cost benefit. I mean, a real uh, risk that you're mitigating. So in psychedelic drugs, it seems like maybe these could play a role in depression, suicidal thoughts, getting Addiction. off other things, yeah. other, other addictions, you're stuck on even food. That was the nature of the article, your experience. Well, I think, you know, that's been unequivocally shown in the science now. I mean, the work done by Hefter, they've got phase two clinical trials on end-of-life depression and anxiety and showed significant benefits. There's other double-blind studies on smoking cessation. So again, talking about nicotine addiction through smoking cigarettes, they had 80% cessation rates with a single dose of psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in magic mushrooms. The MDMA research being carried on by MAPS.org is showing that two out of three treatment-resistant PTSD sufferers are getting cured by three psychotherapy sessions. And really so, the science showing that psychedelic medicine can create lasting change. And those people on the, in the MAPS trials, by the way, after those three sessions, they just continued to get better with no further treatment. So this isn't a drug that you have to continue taking, this idea that you have a missing chemical in your brain and you need to keep adding it the rest of your life. This is allowing the body to heal itself in a really significant way. Because with psilocybin, it's just one session. And with MDMA, it's just three sessions. Explain that to everybody. What happens, and you've, have you tried all I those? Have, yeah. So what happens in your brain that frees you to see the world differently that has this lasting long-term benefit? I think fear creates these walls inside our own psyche. And when you have a really fearful experience, your body does, and your psyche does everything it can to keep you from accessing that and, and feeling that same thing again. And particularly with the MDMA, MDMA kind of collapses that fear by providing, you know, a real serotonin boost that puts you in a feeling of absolute safety and kind of what feels like opens your heart and opens you up to a much greater sense of love and safety and security. And so those walls of fear that you've had and those walls of trauma that have been created and kind of cordoned off these areas in your brain that have, that have been really traumatic you're able to actually push through those and see what's on the other side. And then when you see what's on the other side, you can see it from a different perspective. You can see the benefit that perhaps that trauma has created in making you a stronger person. You can see the person who traumatized you, perhaps they had been traumatized by their parents, and you can get to a level of forgiveness. And I've watched this. I've been fortunate enough to be in the room when people were getting MDMA-assisted psychotherapy and psilocybin-assisted psychotherapy. And seeing them access periods of really intense trauma, sexual abuse, physical abuse, and go through all of the emotions that they've kept hold walled up, like rage, how could you do this, I was just a little kid, to I imagine this happened to you too, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to you too, I'm sure it did. I forgive you, you know, and move through these things. And it creates this lasting change where I've followed up with these individuals and seen over months and, and years how that one session created this catalyst where they're bringing that healing not only into themselves, but sometimes into the real world as well. And talking to those people who are, you know, responsible for the trauma and looking at things in a much different way. So it just gives you the freedom and the safety to explore those challenging areas. But it has to be with somebody who's taking you. It's not like you just go to a festival totally. and take Molly and you're going to be all loving and get totally. overcome your trauma. MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. Okay, yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> avoid those last two because it's a totally right. different experience. Because if you take MDMA at, at a festival, all of that focus, because there's also like an amphetamine part of MDMA that allows you to have this kind of hyper-focus and perception. So if you got a bunch of music and a bunch of lights, you're going to perceive the music and the lights in a really cool way. And it's probably going to be, you know, a fun experience, but it's going to come with a cost because you don't know where the drug came from. You don't know if you're hydrating properly. You don't know what else you're doing. It's, you know, it's going to be a, a dangerous experience that might be fun. But if you do it in a clinical setting with trained professionals, then, and you have a blindfold on and you have earphones on, and you're really depriving yourself of the senses, all of that focus that would have been looking at the lights and the music and the dancing is going to focus right internally on your own mind and your own heart. And you're going to look inside and start to see those things inside yourself and start to heal those things inside yourself. So it's much, much more valuable. Is that legal? To do it than that. These well, right now, sessions? so right now it's fall, it's gone through phase two clinical trials and it's been designated as a breakthrough drug by the FDA. So it's going to get fast tracked through phase three. 
And it looks like if everything, all the data keeps showing up like it has been, that MDMA-assisted psychotherapy will be available uh, by 2021. And so the doctors can get clean, good source stuff. Of course, yeah. It'll be the same. It'll be regulated the same as a pharmaceutical, much like ketamine actually is now. They're doing a lot of ketamine treatments. And for those who have trauma and depression and can't wait for psilocybin and MDMA to be legal because they're not legal right now, uh, ketamine therapy is another really viable uh, alternative that's being provided legally in different clinics um, with the similar kind of protocol, ketamine-assisted psychotherapy. And just finishing off on drugs, because we have so much more to talk about, nootropics, medications yeah. that might help us think better. Yeah, you know, and I, I tend to draw a line between medications and nootropics. You know, to me, a nootropic is, um, you know, something that's not a pharmaceutical, but something that's a, a natural compound that's going to help the brain in a certain way, either by supporting the neurotransmitters or by supporting blood flow to the brain. And that was really what Onnit was founded on. You know, we created a product called Alpha Brain with nine different ingredients that work together and then put those through some double-blind clinical trials at the Boston Center for Memory, two different trials. And we're upregulating the acetylcholine mechanism, which is one of the neurotransmitters in the brain responsible for focus. And what we found in the clinical trials and the hundreds of thousands of people who've taken Alpha Brain is that it increases focus, executive function, which is like the ability to track multiple things at the same time, uh, increases processing speed. We hook people up uh, to some brain scans and, and we're able to show a lot of benefits just to purely cognition without using any stimulants and without using anything else than just supporting the substrate for the brain, which is a lot of these neurotransmitters. So what, what kind of thing is in this? Yeah, the basis of it is a compound called Huperzia serrata, which is a, a club moss, and that contains a compound called Huperzine A, uh, which is an acetylcholinesterase inhibitor. Now, acetylcholinesterase is what breaks down the normal levels of acetylcholine in the brain. So this particular moss just has this capability of preventing the thing that breaks down acetylcholine. So you end up having more available for your brain. And it's extremely well tolerated, been used in Chinese medicine for thousands of years. And all the safety studies that we've done and all the safety studies on that ingredient uh, have shown that it's a really safe, natural way to boost some of the neurotransmitters. Can you just take acetylcholine? Will you absorb it if you no. take a supplement? No, you can take a raw sources of choline, like we include alpha-GBC, alpha alpha-glycerophosphocholine, which is the kind of like a, a substrate to build more acetylcholine. So we kind of come at it with both angles in alpha brain uh, so that we're providing the raw building blocks as well as preventing the things that degrade that, that neurotransmitter. So for people looking for that additional focus in a, natu- in a natural way, I think we've established ourselves with alpha brain as that dominant, most well-tested, um, you know, natural nootropic. And that's really what we built the business on is, is creating science-backed natural formulas and then going off and doing that in multiple different cases. You know, we talked about Hooperzine in the owner's manual, the first of the U-books, which was 2003, I guess. Uh-huh. So I've, I'd known about it from Chinese medicine sources for a while, and kudos to you for putting it together with uh, clinical trials, because that's always what's gapping, so you don't even know what to advise, you know, how much, where, when, et cetera, especially for a Western audience that needs to hear that. Can I transition to another controversial part of this? Yeah, let's part? go. <laughs> you thought this was going to be a nice a No, nice I love interview. it. I love it. We have a lot more questions to get to, but first, a quick break. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Lisa's very curious about the open relationship. No, yeah. I'm not. You're the curious. I, I'm not in. I'm not an open Let's relationship. Let's just say everybody's kind of curious. So how no does curiosity. that work? Do you get jealous? First yes. of all, why? Yes, I get so jealous. It's why the most you, painful thing I've ever done. Why are you even engaged? Why not just keep dating if it want to be and open? I wish, could, I wish you could see this picture because your your fiance is. Is yeah, she's beautiful. She was, she was Miss United States, actually. Oh, she was. Yeah. Yeah. For those, for those I who told don't. you I had good judgment. <laughs> you could have been so, a judge. So, so what the heck are you doing? With, who needs open? open you open feel like you won the prize. <laughs> I, yeah, indeed. But, you know, the prize is but the open. prize we both do. <laughs> but, you know, and, and even in that idea, won the prize, you know, it, it's kind of this idea of possession. And my philosophical understanding of love is that you can't really possess it. And then you can't own anybody else's love, and nor should anybody own your pleasure. You know, And if you're really, truly best friends with somebody, which I think is the goal of any partnership, you just want their happiness. And however that happiness comes, if that happiness comes from another person, if that happiness comes from you, enthusiastically wanting your partner to be happy, to me, is the basis of, of genuine love. Now, that being said... It's also one of the most challenging things you could ever possibly do in your life. And you have to go into it knowing that you want the challenge to help make you a better person. You have to say, I don't like the fact that I get jealous. I don't like the fact that it's hard for me, you know, to communicate with my partner. I don't like the fact that, you know, I'm, I feel vulnerable and I feel scared and I feel dependent. And because open relationship will challenge all that and it'll challenge it so that you can potentially fix it. But it's going to drag you through the depths of your shadows in order to become a better person individually and ultimately, you know, foster a better relationship, which is, I feel, the position that, you know, after years of struggle and, and, and beauty and challenge and ecstasy and love and pain, you know, I feel like I'm in the best relationship I've ever been in my life. And, and I think my fiance would say the same. But, but, the, but going to this issue of jealousy and yeah. the, what you feel, I mean, first of all, in an open relationship, if your partner is seeking for pleasure elsewhere, is it because you've not you've been inadequate, or because they need something that's not your job to give it to? Them? I think that's the that's what the ego wants to tell us, right? And, and the ego wants to say, if I'm doing my job, my partner doesn't need pleasure anywhere else. That would be like if you opened a restaurant and your friends didn't eat at your place every night, you would say that your restaurant is inadequate. They're like, no, I just wanted Chinese food. You know, I didn't <laughs> I didn't want steak again. You know, it's. You know, the, the pleasure that comes from emotional connection and physical connection, we're creatures that can enjoy a wide variety of different things. Only you, you know, it doesn't make you less special that they want something else. It doesn't make you deficient that they want something else. It's just the natural human craving for variety and for experience and to meet interesting, cool new people. And, and it really forces you to understand that, that all you can do is be the best version of yourself, and that version is awesome. And no matter how awesome that is, there's going to be another flavor of ice cream that's also interesting to try. And that might be one that they want to try once a month or maybe just once a year, or maybe just once in a lifetime. Oh, pistachio ice cream. What the hell does that taste like? I'd like to know. Rather than fantasizing about it all the time, you say, yeah, you know what? Go ahead. 
try the pistachio. Was it great? They're like, yeah, it was cool. But, you know, Rocky Road, you're my Rocky Road. It's my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to come back to you. That's what I love the most. And in that, it, you know, it really facilitates a sense of, of passion and a sense, you know, your partner's free. You know, it's not when you fantasize about the horse of your dreams, it's not a demure little horse that's in a tiny little stable bridled up all the time. You're thinking of that wild stallion with flowing hair. And it allows your partner to be that. You know, you don't own them. You don't control them. And every time they come back to you, it's a choice. So it feels, it feels like you get, you get butterflies. Like it's the, the first time you've seen them again after they've been away from you. And it's, it's a really interesting, cool thing that starts to happen. But again, on the backside of intense dealing with your intense feelings of jealousy and inadequacy and insecurity, are they better than me? Is it, you know, am I not doing enough? All of these things you'll have to deal with and then come to the other side um, to make it through. You deal with that without an open relationship anyway. I mean, that, that's just the human condition. You do. And this, but this just forces it, you know, like this forces you to deal with those core issues. You know, I personally, you know, I was, I wasn't even aware of how much validation seeking that I was trying to get through my sexuality, you know, like me being, uh, you know, sexually dominant and sexually like strong and sexually really good in bed was so much of how I judged my own self and my own self-worth. And so, you know, allowing my fiance to experience this with other people, it really forced me to take a good hard look at all of these things, all of these reasons that I thought myself worthy of love and these reasons that I thought myself was worthy of being a man and really analyze, is that really it? Or am I worthy of love just because of who I am and just because of, and am I a man just because I really am a man? It doesn't matter what I do in bed. It doesn't matter who I sleep with. It doesn't matter. So it's really a, it's a, it's a practice of self-mastery that is very intense and, you know, really escalates this general process. And for me, who's dedicated myself to really being the best version of myself as possible, this has been one of the greatest and sternest teachers uh, that I could have ever imagined. But well, what if she falls in love with pistachio? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't want Rocky Roads yeah. anymore. Maybe, maybe it's like a 50-50 deal. Or- we have a bunch of friends who've been in open relationships, and we've had this conversation multiple times. Yeah. It's, it, pistachio becomes, becomes a new flavor choice repeatedly. And if and if so, if pistachio is her favorite, who am I to deny her from something that is actually going to make her more happy? Like if I love her in the truest sense, like imagine like you love your kid. You know, if you love you love your kid so much, it doesn't matter who they're with as but long as they love them. It doesn't matter if they're just doing stuff to to. Uh, I'm not going to articulate this properly, but there's some there's impulse. In, you don't have kids yet, do you? Mm-hmm. You do? No, I don't. Okay. So we, your kids will want to do stuff that doesn't make them better people. Mm-hmm. And you will see that happening. You probably have younger siblings or cousins. Sure. You will see very bad choices being made because they want something. And that is kind of, it doesn't, what you want for your kid is to be the best possible version of themselves. And if this is taking you on that path, awesome, wonderful. But often it doesn't. It's just self-indulgent. It's just it's just urge impulse. Um, but do you think that you can fulfillment? A lot of times your kids have to make those mistakes Absolutely, on their own. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Yes. And and in the what what I ends up uh, what I end up seeing a lot is you you may have that thing. You may think that oh man, pistachio is my my it's my flavor. Yeah. You know, and I've even got caught in that own trap. Like oh my goodness, this is really what I want. But if you just taste it one time, you might think oh this is it. But if you actually get the opportunity to, you know, to be free and to experience that, then you realize like, oh, yeah, this isn't that great after all. You know, and really, you know, what I had with, with Whitney, what I have with my fiance is way better than all of this. And I think a lot of times you can get stuck in that trap of imagining and fantasizing about how great it would be to be with somebody else. But then when you actually do it, you're like, oh, well, that wasn't actually that great. And so this allows the freedom and flexibility to really see, to really see, is this good for me? Is this valuable? And of course, you could get caught up in a seductress's or a seductor's web and get misled, you know, and I think it's it's the job of the partnership to kind of help illuminate, like, hey, watch out for these emotional traps that might be getting set, you know, and so it's, it's a, it's a challenging spot. You're really self-aware, so I think you're the type of person that this really would work for. I'm pretty self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whitney's right out there. Um, 
<laughs> but I feel like in a traditional, we'll say traditional monogamous relationship, the real purpose isn't even so much the necessary connection for you. It's where it takes you as a person. And part of that is the not fun and it is all the buttons that are being pushed and it is the struggle and it is the the level of intimacy that comes from those periods of boredom or irritation or wishing you could go somewhere else and having to reconcile and be together. And so I think the leaving too many doors opens, open doesn't always necessitate spending the deep digging, soul searching, relationship plumbing opportunity that you have in a monogamous relationship, unless you're super self-aware the way you seem to be. Yeah, and I'm, look, I'm not an advocate that everybody should try open relationship <laughs> because it's hell. Like, the first time that Whitney slept with somebody, I spent the next 36 hours basically on my knees, not knowing if I wanted to vomit or just curl up in a ball and die. Like, that was, that was the feeling. It was the most painful feeling I've ever felt. And that feeling will come in different degrees of strength depending on who she's seeing and depending on what it goes. I'm not saying, like, this is a, this is a pleasure cruise by, by any means. And it's really not even about the sex. But for me, this is a deeper understanding of, of what I believe is capital L love. And that's a love that loves her loving, loves her feeling love, regardless of where that source comes from, that loves me feeling love, regardless of where that source comes from. It's like what Cyrano de Bergiac said in the plays, like the ultimate love is to hear the laughter born of your sacrifice, but have that person not know it was you that made the joke. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter as long as they're laughing, that fills your heart with joy. As long as she's enjoying life, that fills my heart with joy, even if it's with me or with somebody else. And to me, that's the purest form of that capital L love. And that's what I want to get to. I want to get to this non-possessive, non-controlled level of love. And this is through a very stern hammer, you know, kind of hammering me into a deeper understanding of that type of love. And uh, so... I'm grateful for it. And that's what makes it worth it. It's certainly not worth it if you just want to have sex with people because the sex will not outweigh <laughs> the pain. But if you want to do it for self-mastery and you want to do it to understand love in, in a different way. Have some kids. You'll learn that kind of love really fast. <laughs> no because doubt. no matter what they do, you No doubt. Many them. ways up the mountain. I, I, yeah. After you get married, you think you'll have an open relationship? I, th I, I know that I will. Yeah. I, I, just, I just know we may not exercise it. You know, and, and I could see periods where for years, neither of us had lovers, you know, because it isn't about the sex. But if it came up and she said, hey, I met this guy, I'd really like to explore that. There's no part of me that could ever say, no, don't. You know, I said, yeah, if that's what if that's what your heart is called to go for it. And I would expect the same from her. So while we may never exercise it at a, after a certain point, the rules will always be, of course, if that's something that you're really called to. You know, go for it. You know, be in love, be happy, have fun, have pleasure. You know, do what do what makes you feel well, and and that'll always be the the operating rules. Now, whether the physicality actually happens, who knows? And we can make that decision. So you get an idea why the Aubrey Marcus pod podcast is so popular. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you challenge your guests. You spend a lot of time talking about how people find their purpose. Yeah. And the narrative, the story that you write for yourself, is so vitally important. And a lot of people are living in someone else's story. Mm -hmm. or they don't even know what story they're in, which is potentially really dangerous. But what is the first step to figuring out what your real purpose is? Yeah, you know, I have a journaling exercise that, uh, that I like to, like to have people do. And that journaling exercise is to put a date somewhere in the future and put that date somewhere in the future and then start the, so write, write a date like maybe 2019 or 2020 or whatever, six months, a year, two years in a row, and start that journal with my life is as good as it could possibly be. And then write as if that was the start of your journal from the future and write about everything that you're doing. Write about what you're doing in your career. Write about what you're doing in your relationship. Write about all the things that are happening. And that'll give you like a snapshot of like, okay, this is what my life would look like if it was as good as it could possibly be. This is pretty concrete. Like I'm eating these things. I, yeah, weigh I, had, this, I, had this. I have this uh -huh. job. My life is as good as it could possibly be. I'm doing this. I've supported this charitable organization. I got this job. I just got this promotion to this position. I'm working on this book and project. This is coming out. Like, get really granular with it and give yourself a real clear idea 
of what you at your absolute best, if you were to write your journal like that. Because most of us write our journals like, oh my God, I can't believe what happened today. I feel like shit, you know. I still hate them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So most of our journals were ruminating about the bad things. But this one, you know, hypothesized that moment when everything is just the best it could be. And then kind of work backwards from there. I think that's probably one of the most concrete tools that I can provide is just to help people have that vision. Because once you see it, then you can kind of navigate towards it. But if you haven't seen it and you don't know what your life would look like when it's just all tens across the board, then you can't, you can't steer adequately towards it. All right, thank you very much. The, the, the book's fantastic. You'll recognize his handsome, well, his handsome body. Part of his face was fancy in the back. Aubrey Marcus, own the day, own your life. He walks you through just about everything. You get a little taste of it today. Check the book out. God thank you so you. much. It's been a pleasure. diets and weight loss struggles it's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results introducing smart metabolic burn from brain md your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat imagine burning fat balancing glucose levels and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks this unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula berberine which targets abdominal fat and oea which curbs your appetite with just two capsules a day Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.